There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. You are listening to the Daily Doctrine Devotional. This is a daily podcast designed to teach and preach Bible doctrine each weekday throughout the year. This is Evangelist Tim McVeigh asking you to please let others know about this podcast so that they can subscribe or tune in each weekday. At the end of the podcast, we will provide you with subscription information as well as contact information for our ministry. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. And the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed, song of the redeemed. Thank you once again for tuning into the podcast. This is our Tuesday edition of the podcast as we continue in the book of Matthew. And it will be in part two of the Gospel of Matthew. We'll be looking at the birth of Jesus Christ in just a few moments. But I would like to also announce that there's a Bible conference coming up this Saturday. And it's going to be at the Grace Bible Independent Baptist Church of Shingle House, Pennsylvania. That's going to start at 9 o'clock in the morning. There's going to be two preachers in the morning, a meal break, and then two preachers after the meal. I know Pastor John Asquith, who's been a guest on this podcast, will be preaching uh, Brother Stephen Asquith, his son, who also was a guest just last week on the podcast, will be preaching, myself, and then Brother Dan Cassiola, and then Lord willing, on Sunday, we'll be at the church also, be there for Sunday school and church, and then for the evening service at 6 o'clock. And so we just want to make that note, and if you're in the area, able to attend, we'd love to have you, especially on Saturday, it's going to be a big day, a special day, and there's a young man that wanted to have preaching for his birthday, so... His father's a pastor and said, you know what, we'll have preaching for the birthday. Thank the Lord for that. I'm glad there's some young men, some young ladies interested in preaching. Go a lot of places that are interested in preaching. They're interested in chasing girls, interested in chasing boys. Hopefully uh, that's the boys chasing girls, girls chasing boys. Nowadays you never know about that. But they're not interested in the Word of God. And so thank God there are some young people that want to hear preaching. Thank God there's some young people that want to submit themselves to the Word of God. We're in the Gospel of Matthew we're going to begin in verse 18. Now, the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. Now, he gives us instruction because this prophecy concerned the birth of Christ. We know, of course, the book of Isaiah speaks often of the birth of, of Christ, and it's not the only place it speaks of the birth of Christ. You realize the promise made to Mary uh, let us know that of the seed of the woman, what does that mean? It's going to be flesh. That's what the Word of God tells us. We also understand uh, that the, the seed of Abraham was going to be Jesus Christ. Who is that going to be? It's going to be flesh. We understand that. We know that Jacob, Isaac, uh, also the same promise from him. And then we also understand David had that same promise. Why? It's going to be flesh. It's going to be God in flesh. And he tells us that according to the word of God. But in verse 10 of Isaiah chapter 7, more of the Lord spake again to Ahaz, saying, Ask thee a sign of the Lord thy God. Ask it either in the depth or in the height above. But Ahaz said, I will not ask, neither will I tempt the Lord. And he said, hear ye now, house of David, it is a small thing for you to weary men, but will you weary my God also? Therefore the Lord himself shall give you a sign. Behold, a virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. Butter and honey shall he eat that he may know to refuse the evil and choose the good. A common man eating common food, butter and honey. You can go out and milk a goat and make you some butter, milk you a sheep, milk you a cow, make you some butter. You could also go out in the rocks of Israel. Out of the honey out of the rock would I have satisfied thee and gather that honey. Common man's food. He was a simple man. But the promise, of course, that we understand is that he said, A virgin shall conceive and bear a son, shall call his name Emmanuel. That's the promise of God. 
We see in verse 6 of chapter 9 of Isaiah, for unto us a child is born. There's that flesh, there's that body of Jesus Christ. Unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful Counselor, the Mighty God, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace. Blessed be the name of the Lord. And so the birth of Jesus Christ was on this wise. What is that? According to the scripture. And again, everything is according to the scripture. That's where the failure of most men today to understand Bible doctrine is. It's according to the scripture. In the volume of the book, it is written of me. It's why people are converted in the book of Proverbs. It's why people are converted in the book of Isaiah. It's why people are converted in the book of Psalms. Why? Because the volume of the book, it is written of me. Everybody thinks you got to be born again in the book of Romans. No, you have to be born in the volume of the book, the word of God. And that's how God saves sinners. In the volume of the book. And so we see according to the birth of Christ, when as his mother Mary was a spouse to Joseph, before they came together, she was found with child of the Holy Ghost. Now that's understanding that God has given us by scriptures. The Holy Ghost uh, is how she received a child. It's how she was carrying that son. That's by the word of God, by the way. The Word of God says she was a virgin in, in Luke one twenty seven. She was a spouse to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David, and the virgin's name was Mary. And the angel came in unto her and said, Hail, thou art highly favored. The Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women. And when she saw him, she was troubled at his saying, and cast in her mind what manner of salutation this should be. And the angel said unto her, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold... Thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great, shall be called the son of the highest, and the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David, and he shall reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there shall be no end. Then said Mary unto the angel, How shall this be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel answered and said unto her, The Holy Ghost shall come upon thee, and the power of the highest shall overshadow thee. That's how Jesus Christ came to be. The power of the highest will overshadow thee. Blessed be the name of the Lord. That's exactly what took place. The power of the highest overshadowed Mary. Therefore also that holy thing, that holy one of God, that precious body of God, the flesh of Jesus Christ, which shall be born of thee, shall be called the Son of God. In him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. That's the promise that's made to Mary. That's the promise in the fulfillment of Isaiah, the promise of fulfillment of Psalms, the promise of fulfillment of the Word of God, the promises of God. And so the Holy Ghost has overshadowed her. It's interesting. People say the Gospels are eyewitness accounts of what men saw. But let me rest assured this. These are not eyewitness accounts of what mere men saw. This is an eyewitness account of what the Lord himself saw. And he gave Matthew. He gave Luke uh, the scriptures to say. He gave them the words to say. That's why we have confidence to know these holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. They weren't there at the birth of Christ. They weren't there at the overshadowing. But they give us an eyewitness account because God himself has given us an eyewitness account because in the volume of the book, it is written of me, I am come to do thy will, O God. Jesus Christ the righteous is written of, and it has pleased God to give us the record of his son. And I thank God for that written record. All the world can know, and all the world should know, and all the world has the ability to know the record that God has given us of his son, Jesus Christ, from his birth 
to his death, to his burial, to his resurrection, to his coming kingdom, to eternity's end, we have a record written of Jesus Christ. Then Joseph, her husband, verse 19 of Matthew 1, he said, being a just man and not willing to make her a public example, was minded to put her away privily. Now, I want to say this. Joseph was a just man. Don't ever discredit Joseph. Joseph was a just man, a man that knew God, a man that walked with God. Mary was highly favored of God. God chose Mary because of that favor. We're talking about a godly couple. Jesus Christ was raised in a godly home. Jesus Christ was raised by God-fearing. It's why you see him obeying God. It's why you see him fleeing down to Egypt land. It's why you see him fulfilling scripture, returning, bringing his son out of Egypt. It's why you see that in the life of Joseph. Don't ever discredit Joseph. Do not ever do despite to Joseph because he was a godly man. And Jesus Christ had godly earthly parents. Thank God for that. He goes on and says, but while he thought on these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared unto him in a dream, saying, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not to take unto thee Mary thy wife, for that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. So that minded to put her away privily was not what God wanted. It was Joseph thinking that because of fornication, here's the lady he's with, here's the woman that he's a spouse to, and all of a sudden she comes up with child. And he's shocked, he's going to put her away, but the Holy Ghost again intervenes. And the Lord again sends an angel, and he speaks to him, and he says, that which is conceived in her is of the Holy Ghost. Joseph, being a just man, by the way, understood, he believed, he realized, this is the fulfillment of what we've been looking for. This is the fulfillment of Scripture. And those Jews, by the way, that did believe, they believed because of the Old Testament Scripture. That has not changed. If a man believes today, it's because of the Scripture. If a man has faith today, it's because he believes Moses' law. He believes the prophets of God. If a man believes today, it's not just this New Testament, little one, two, three, simple a little prayer we repeat, or all of a sudden, oh, you know, we just have faith. Yeah, we believe Jesus Christ is a real person, therefore I must be saved. No, it's believing what God has written of his son. It's believing the record of his son. Now, I didn't know all these things when I got saved. I want to make that real clear. In case somebody says, well, McVeigh's adding works to salvation, I didn't understand all these things. I didn't know all these things when I got saved, but you can rest assured of this, I believed them. There was not a question in my heart that these scriptures were true. There was not a question about the virgin birth. There was no question about the death of Jesus Christ, the resurrection of Jesus Christ. I may not have understood. I may not have understood all the stories I was taught in Sunday school as a child, but I believed them in my heart. The evidence of that belief is that Jesus Christ himself has taken up residence in my life, and for almost 27 years, he's been the Lord of my life. And I want to thank him, and I want to bless his name and praise him for being my God and my Savior. And we certainly are thankful for that. And he tells Joseph, the angel does in verse 21, and she shall bring forth a son, and thou shalt call his name Jesus. Why is that? For he shall save his people from their sins. Now all this was done that it might be fulfilled. So again, all this was done. All of these things take place because God is going to show them a sign. He told them that. He, the Lord is going to give them a sign that a child was going to be born. That child would have uh, rule. That child would one day be king. That child would have upon him the government upon his shoulders. But also that sign given in Isaiah chapter 7 that a virgin would conceive. And so the scriptures must be fulfilled. It might be fulfilled, which is spoken of the Lord by the prophet, saying, 
Behold, a virgin shall be with child, and shall bring forth a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which being interpreted is God with us. Is that not prophesied by Isaiah? And then the Holy Ghost bears witness to Matthew that this is exactly what took place. This is the record that God hath given us. And yet so many today do not look up those verses. They don't know where to find them. They don't know where prophecy was given. They don't know where prophecy was fulfilled. One of the purposes that I have planned in this study of the book of Matthew is myself also to learn as much as I possibly can to study each word, to study each phrase, to look at Matthew objectively and to look at it as God would teach me and be my teacher and then preach what God teaches me. But one of the things I'd like to do is look up every one of those places where it references the law, where it references Moses, where it references the scripture. Jonah being three days and three nights in the heart of the earth might be there a while on that one. But where the scripture is being fulfilled... And over and over again, the Gospels tell you that this is Scripture being fulfilled. That's why this virgin conceived. That's why she brought forth a son, called his name Emmanuel, that the Scriptures might be fulfilled. Then Joseph, being raised from sleep, did as the angel of the Lord had bidden him and took unto him his wife. Again, a godly man, a just man, a man that knew the holiness of God. And it wasn't much hereafter that he knew the righteousness of God. He held the righteousness of God. He held the holiness of God. He held the very Son of God, the Lord Jesus Christ. And of course, everyone assumed it was his Son, but it was the Son of God. And what a man to raise him. What a man to take that child and take him into himself and call him his Son, to raise him as his Son and to watch him grow. Thank God for the record God has given us of this man, Joseph. But he did exactly what the angel had bidden him and knew her not till she had brought forth her firstborn son. And notice what the word of God says. And he, that's Joseph, called his name Jesus. Why? The word of God said this, Joseph, thou son of David, fear not, taking thee marry thy wife, that was conceived in hers of the Holy Ghost, and she, and she shall bring forth a son, thou shalt call his name Jesus. So what did Joseph do? He called his name Jesus. He fulfilled an obligation of the commandment of God. Therefore, that name Jesus has resonated through the generations of 2,000 years. That name Jesus is a holy name. That name Jesus is a precious name. That name Jesus is a special name. Why, at the name of Jesus, and what a wonderful promise of God, every knee shall bow. Why, when they just hear that precious name, and every tongue shall confess and what's interesting about that, he says, is the things of heaven, things of earth, and of things under the earth. And every tongue shall confess. It's an absolute. It's a guarantee. It's a promise of God that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. That's the promise. That's that name. That name above every name. That name, of, by the way, there's no other name given among men. And by the way, it's on this earth. He tells you that. Whereby ye must be saved. That is the name of salvation. That is the person of salvation. And Joseph reveals his name as the angels revealed his name to Joseph and called his name Jesus. And he is the most high God. He is the son of the highest. He is the Lord Jesus Christ. Join us tomorrow as we go into chapter 2 and look at the birth of Jesus Christ. There's a lost soul who's tired of the sinning. And he longs to return to the Lord. As
as he cries for forgiveness and mercy. God is waiting. You have been listening to the Daily Doctrine Podcast with Evangelist Tim McVeigh. For correspondence, please contact us through our website and someevangelist.com and use the contact form to connect with us. You may also subscribe to the podcast through our website or search for Daily Doctrine Evangelist Tim McVeigh on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Audible, or Amazon. To write to us, please use our church address, which is Manasseh Community Baptist Church, 70 Back Hollow Road, Blaine, Pennsylvania, 17006. Thank you for listening, and we pray that the Lord will help each of us as we study and preach the Word of God. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in tomorrow. And remember to look up for your redemption draweth nigh. Now the angels of God are rejoicing, for the prodigal child has come home, and the saints all with gladness are singing the glorious song of the redeemed.